Hey there, Joel. Radio is back. What's going on? I'm guessing nothing. <laughs> it's nothing or everything. You look at it two ways here, can't you? In the middle of our COVID-19 stay-home order, which I'm under. Maybe you are too. Maybe you're not, depending upon where you're at. But we're going to do another Joel Radio for you right here. Got some guests coming on. Some of them on the phone. One in the studio. Same one it's been in the studio. (laughs) My lockdown mate, Layla, will be joining us later. Because we've been watching TV and all kinds of stuff. And she gave me a haircut, which was was the, uh, you know, that was the cover shot over on JoelRadio.net. A couple weeks ago was my haircut, and uh, we got one today. Is it better? Is it worse? We'll wait for her to find out. We've also, of course, been watching, like most of you, tons of TV, tons of movies. We'll talk about all that. Hoping to have a guest on to talk about that, as usual, there. And uh, we'll just talk a little bit about coronavirus and COVID-19 and our response as a world and a nation, and I don't want to get uh, too deep on it, but, you know, uh, I think one thing we've learned now that we are, geez, what are we now? Six weeks into the crisis, at least in the United States anyway. Six weeks in is that, uh, you know, there's a lot of guessing. There is a lot of guessing. There is a lot of people not knowing exactly what's going to happen. And a lot of people saying shit that's wrong. Of course, we heard Trump and his... Lysol, Lysol, (laughs) an injection of Lysol will cure it. Something to that effect. He didn't exactly say that. But what he said was ridiculous. And, of course, that's not true. But, you know, the people that say let's follow the scientists, which is, you know, certainly a very noble thing to say, uh, you know, the scientists, they're guessing too. You know, that's the thing you can't forget. Scientists, you know, they're, they're making educated guesses, but they're still guesses. And, you know, when you hear Governor Cuomo and these guys screaming about, you know, I need 40,000 ventilators and a, uh, an army ship and we're going to send this ship up and he wanted all this help and he didn't need the 40,000 ventilators. I mean, it could get worse and he still may need them, but, you know, he was guessing. And, you know, everybody's guessing. We just don't know. And when, you know, these states, a lot of talk uh, this week about Georgia reopening everything and and people getting haircuts and bowling alleys being opened. And, you know, they're guessing. They're guessing it won't get worse. Or they're saying if it gets worse, that's okay. That's the price we'll pay is we will lose more people. We've lost uh, in the States about 55,000 people as I'm recording this. And, uh, you know, that's going to get worse. Almost, uh, you know, a million cases in the United States. Um. You know, so it is, it probably will get worse. And, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to get their hair cut. Or, you know, I saw a CNN reporter going to Atlanta restaurants today. Nobody was there. So I don't know. I don't know where this all ends up. We're all guessing. I'm guessing. We're all guessing. Let's not, let's not, let's not pretend like we're not guessing, okay? 
when you want to talk about scientists, well, they guess. And, and when they guess, you know, they probably err on the side of it being worse because that's good for them. And everyone goes, oh, the scientists, this and that. But look, the scientists are not, you know, scientists got bills. They got families. They have interests. You know, they don't want things to be, well, we don't need us. Yeah, you can lay me off. You know, they, 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 they're going to err on the side of it being worse. I'm not saying they're wrong or not saying that they're dicks for doing it. It's just natural. It's, it's in their instinct that it's, they're, they're going to say it's going to be worse. It makes sense. It's human nature. We are all humans. The politicians, the, the scientists, whoever, we're all human. We're all guessing. We're all guessing. Let's just admit we're all guessing and we'll be okay. We'll go with that. This is our best guess. Tomorrow we'll make another guess, probably better. And, and, and we'll watch this play out, and we'll look back, and so much is going to be wrong. And I could be wrong. I, I certainly didn't think... I think the one thing we can all agree is even though, you know, this isn't uh, people dying in the streets, uh, it's not something you'd see in a movie, there's still no way. I mean, I would have taken any bet that... I would not have thought we'd have 55,000 deaths from coronavirus. No fucking way. But here we are, and it happened. So I wasn't right either. You just never know. You got to guess. Anyway, we're all guessing. You know, last week we had Ted Moss, comedian on, and you know, Ted's been on a million times. Love Ted. I love how opinionated Ted is, and he, uh, you know, he uh, was, was very upset with the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, and her, her policies about, you know, uh, there, there's a big protest in Michigan. I'm sure you saw it on the news or wherever. A lot of real dumb-sounding guys went up there and with a lot of misspelled signs <laughs> talking about, we need haircuts, man, we need seeds. I need to plant my fields. You know, I, I, the one I used on the website was, you know, repainting your house. Which I don't know that Ted was for any of that. But when I wrote that show up, just so you know, he, Ted was not happy with me. I had to smooth things over. And, you know, look, I don't agree with those guys. I think those guys are wrong, but I think it's a position. And, and, and while, you know, I mean, one of the problems with any message saying, oh, this lockdown's too strict, our businesses are failing, and, you know, we need to do things to, to uh, improve our communities and our homes, uh, is just the people doing it. It's just the people saying it. That was the problem with the message. It wasn't the message was wrong. It was the people saying the message. They were not giving a logical and sound argument, at least the protesters weren't. And, you know, I think Ted got caught up a little bit in that. But I just want to say that I, you know, it is it is a valid opinion. It's not one that I agree with, but it is valid. It is valid to say we should reopen things. It's a valid thought. I think it's too soon. I think we can wait another month or two months or whatever. Look, I work at a comedy club. I don't know when the hell that's going to open. So it's, it's valid. It's valid. Ted, you're valid in my eyes. I respect the passion, and I disagree with you, and that's okay. It's okay to disagree. But when these guys get all fired up and they're bringing guns and all kinds of and now you're now you're losing me a little bit. Now you're losing me. All right, well, let's get to the because this next guy. <laughs> I've been checking in with comedians because comedians, let's face it, we're not doing great. I mean, so many guys out of work, some guys getting, you know, I know that they said you could file for unemployment if you're a independent contractor. I was talking to a comedian who said he wasn't having any luck in that department. 
And then this guy we're going to talk to, we've talked to him before, but he's, uh, he's one of my favorite guys. He's a great local comedian, Kevin Kramis. And he, you know, he was a guy that was all up in arms about cutting the lawn and stuff. Let's see if he's still fired up because those guys won. They walked that stuff back. I'm going to congratulate him right here. This is the first thing I'm going to do. Hello. Kevin Kramis. Joel Bragg of Manny. How are you, buddy? I'm calling to congratulate you today. What did I do? You can cut your lawn. Congratulations. Yeah. You can cut your lawn. You did it. I, I, you got it done. You got it done. <laughs> so you were, I was just talking. I started the show, did a couple minutes. But, you know, uh, people very upset about, you know, not being able to cut lawns and all this stuff. And our governor uh, has walked back some of those restrictions. And so, and look, I think she did it as a response to, to, to some of the protests. So, I mean, I don't know how far you went on that. I don't know if you went to the Capitol and protested or anything like that. But, you know, it was certainly it was certainly a big deal. And I think those guys won in a sense. What do you think? Oh, well, you know, I, I don't know if there was anybody that won. I mean, eventually she was going to loosen that restriction, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, most, most cities, at least down in my neighborhood, were allowing people to do it. Uh, yeah. I rattled the bushes more for my community mm-hmm. to, to, because I had seen that the local officials in my town hadn't done anything. Yeah. Like Mayor Fouch did from day one. Say whatever you want about Mayor Fouch, but the second that the governor said you couldn't cut your lawn, Mayor Fouch went, no, that's a hazard. Yeah. You can cut your grass. Yeah. You know, and so when I started seeing that, I was like, well, then I'll rattle the bushes in my town. And it took about 10 days, and then our mayor and council did the same thing. That's a resolution, and then like two days later, then the governor lifted it. Yeah. So, so here we are. You know, so we did it. I, I don't know. I mean, I like I said, I was talking earlier, and I said, I don't know what the right side of this is. I think we're all guessing. I think some people are guessing on the more conservative side, and let's be safer. And then other people are saying, you know, look, eventually the economy is going to completely collapse. So there is an argument to be made there, you know. Oh, it's going to collapse completely. Well, <laughs> look, the, it's, it's it, we're just at the appetizer stage of this disaster. Yeah, well, we the the, the economy of stand up comedy collapsed uh, in about forty eight hours. So that was one. <laughs> uh, it's done for at least a year. I, I mean, right? that's I look. People are asking me, you know, uh, guessing about you know when. Now, look, I saw in some of these states uh, there was one comic. Uh, was, I forget where he was from. Might have been. Alabama or something. He said, he says, you know, I'm booked May 1st and 2nd. You know, that's what he was saying. He was saying he's got a weekend gig coming up. But I'm thinking like Labor Day to to make it, you know, where it could be some sense of normal. Uh, well, here's the Labor thing Day. that they keep saying is that, that is, even when they do allow for restaurants and such to open, they're going to be at a limited capacity. Georgia's at 50%. I just heard another state's going to open up and allow restaurants to go at 30%. Yeah. You can't do a comedy show at the Comedy Castle with at, at six feet social distancing. I mean, you can't. Well, we, you can well actually, we did. We did that that last you know, weekend. We, bef- well, before the order came down, we did our last weekend that way um, with the table spread out. And, and, you know, but it wasn't good. And it's also that, you know, a place like the Comedy Castle can't make money. Putting you know uh, seventy five people in there on a Saturday night, at least not with the acts that we like to bring in. Nobody and the can. audience expects so. Yeah, yeah. 
Nobody, your local bar, your corner bar where the best hamburger is three dollars or four dollars. That hamburger is going to be eighteen dollars now. Yeah, well, it, it's it's troubling, but uh, anyway, what's and then the... once the food chain cuts down, once that kicks in the gear, then the food price is going to go up, and then the profit margin inside the restaurants is going to go up. You're looking at paying, you know, fifty dollars to go eat at uh, Outback right. for. Uh, <laughs> right? I, I, mean, I agree. Like it's, realistic. Well, and the other yeah. thing is they give all these people the unemployment and the stimulus, and then maybe our money's not worth as much because, you know, your bank account might be, you know, you, you might have all this money, but that money might be worthless in a sense well, or not, worth less. Well, it is. It's going to be the Weimar Republic. I mean, that's exactly what it's going to be like. Yeah. It's going to be like Venezuela. I mean, people are going crazy. The price of gold is almost $2,000, but that's not because the value of gold has gone up $2,000. Yeah. It's because the pool of money has become larger. Yeah, yeah. Money's becoming right? meaningless. Well, tell me uh, about you personally. We don't have to go that deep, but, I mean, have you uh, been able to get some relief as an independent contractor, comedian? What, what's, uh, what's going on with you? I got right in. I didn't get a stimulus check yet because I ordinarily pay because I'm self-employed. Yeah, because you so they'll yeah. send me a check. Okay, yeah, that makes you know, sense. You I don't, don't have a direct deposit with the IRS because I don't get it. You don't you get know, a I'm refund not, normally. Yeah, yeah. I don't, right, and so I'm expecting my check. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, but I got the unemployment. Oh, I got okay. the unemployment in eight days. No, that's I have good. People yeah. getting all kinds of problems. Yeah. It was the easiest thing I think I've ever done. <laughs> Dealing with the government. I mean, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. Did I've heard people. It? Well, yeah. Well, I did it, but I have to remember I'm also a W two'd employee oh, from Mark Ridley's Comedy yeah, Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've been getting that for a while. My girlfriend is also laid off from her job at a doctor's office, so she's been getting unemployment as well. And yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. It's uh, it's an insane time, and. Um, you know, um, for ten ninety nine, it was two questions, really. I mean, I mean, other than yeah. your basic setting up an account like you would to go to the bottles, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was how did COVID affect you, and what day did it start? Yeah, okay, it. yeah, exactly. Good for you, man. I'm glad. Uh, and uh, so, so that'll keep us uh, afloat till the end of July or so. You know, um, we'll see. You know. I'm anyway, so, you know, I, I can keep a float for a long time. Right. But my feeling and why I'm saying Labor Day for a lot of this comedy stuff is that, you know, our summer business sucks anyway. Yeah, you know, why I, not just I, write that off and come back in September? You know, that's how I look at it. But Well, folks, you say no sports for about a year. In yeah, comedy. see, that so one's that tough. that falls into our entertainment to a point. But wasn't it, it also a thing where Trump wanted... To have this big NFL comeback, you know, the week after Labor Day, the regular opening, you know, kickoff day. Um, we'll see. We'll yeah. see, dude. We'll see. That's what I'm saying. We're all guessing. I'm, we don't know. That's that's the theme of today's show. Very disappointed in leadership from the top all the way down to the bottom. We don't know shit. We're guessing. That's what we're doing. But you're disappointed. Yeah. Well, look, they're guessing. I mean, I, I don't know, you know. I mean, Trump, uh, you know, I, I already brought up Trump and his Clorox injections, but, you know, um, you know, they're, they're doing the best they can. I think I think we've expired. Look, my attitude has always been I don't like any of these politicians. And, oh, I know. I know. And, and now we're really seeing that 
these are just guys and, and girls. I, it's so much in the last, you know, 15 years of American politics. We've created gods out of these people, deities out of, you know, whether it be Barack Obama or, or, or Trump or, you know, whoever, Bernie Sanders. And then you realize these are just people and they're no smarter than anybody else. And they're guessing and, you know, hopefully they're doing the best they can. I think Trump's doing the best he can. I just don't think his best is all that good. That's how I look at it. I don't know. But I, you know what? I'm not defending them or not defending them. But I don't see anybody on either side that's stepping up. Yeah, well, be it's because they're all a leader. They're, it should be you and I running the country, Kevin. That's the idea. Uh, you know, it's you know what's really funny about that, Joel. I was I, 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 on my run today. I always think of crazy stuff on my run. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, thinking, I was thought, running by yeah. my. I was running by my elementary school in my neighborhood where I grew up, and I'm thinking, you know what? As a poor high school graduate, I think I would do a better job yeah. leading this battle I think than you would. any of those people. I think you. I agree with that. I think you do. Look, I don't think you could do worse than some of these people, and and then there are actually evil people. You know, uh, you get some of those guys, but. Um yeah, the whole thing's nuts, man. I don't know. It's just, uh, hey, at least we got some, I mean, the thing in Michigan, and I probably complained about it a couple weeks ago, our weather literally until about a week ago was complete shit. You know, it was really tough trying to, you know, even if you wanted to go out. I mean, we had snow a week ago on Friday. I mean, well, we had a decent early May, though, yeah. early, May, early March. I mean, March was... St. Patrick's Day, the weather was decent. Like, it was okay around then. It really took the dump at the yeah, beginning it's of been it. bad news. Like, opening day. It got bad when the Tigers were supposed to start playing. Yeah. I mean, it, that was, like, almost like it was on cue. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, Kevin, uh, I mean, uh, I'm glad that you're... Uh you're able to. I make fun of mowing the lawn. I'm gonna have to do it when I hang up uh, with you. So, <laughs> well, you know, I don't do it anymore. I, but it was just the point. You know, I don't. I've been. I sold my lawn service fifteen. But years you, ago. you wanted to help. Just so people know, uh, as I understand it, you wanted to help out your neighbors who couldn't cut their lawn, and then you were told that that would be uh, illegal if you did that. Thereabouts. Does that sound correct? I wasn't told anything. That. <laughs> The neighbors were told that their lawn services couldn't cut their lawn. Yeah, yeah. And and because the governor said you weren't even supposed to go visit your neighbors, I said I would go visit my yeah. neighbors and cut their grass mm -hmm. if need be. Right. You know? Well. I wasn't looking. I had people calling me up going, oh, I didn't know you owned a lawn service. And I'm like, well, you should have read you people don't read. Well, <laughs> like at no point did I say I'm looking for money, and I'm well, I said at the bottom of it. I said, maybe I you should. Maybe you should do it for money. I don't know. What are you going to do? I did it for money. I'm going to do it. Do it again. Do something. <laughs> There's enough people doing it. Getting that. All right. Well, uh, what can I tell you, Kevin? It's always great talking to you. One of my favorite guys. How you been doing? Man? I'm I'm doing all right. I I uh, you know I, I've been uh, a little cold on doing podcasts because I feel like. You know, I'm not really a big fan of, uh, I don't know, I just feel like there's not a lot of good news, and I feel like this show is trying to entertain people, and, and I think that's hard to entertain people. I haven't done a lot of these Zoom, I, you did a couple of these, right, the webcams and that with, with guys. You know, I started right in the beginning, you yeah. know, like I was one of the first guys out of the gate doing it, right, in the yeah. end of March, and then... And then a ton of people started doing it, and I just got bored. And then, to be honest, I just picked up a piano. Okay. 
as soon as I got it tuned, I'm like, man, I I have you not moved myself away from it. Kevin got a piano, Layla. You want a piano? You're, you don't want a piano? I don't want a piano. She doesn't want a piano. All right. My girlfriend's yeah. Hi, Kevin. My piano, my guitars, everything's sitting here, my little music. Yeah, that here. sounds wonderful. Well, all right, Kevin. Well, listen, be safe, man. Be good. It's always great talking Thanks, to brother. you. Thanks for calling, uh, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon, man. And hopefully this thing's over and we can... Uh, we can have a beer and a hug or whatever in uh, in real life. You know, it would be nice. Yeah, I'll go to it for me. Tell her I'm gonna, hi. There you go. Hi, Kevin. There she is. Hi, Leah. Okay. Later, Kevin. Thanks. Yeah, good, good. Be safe. Kevin Kramis, everybody. There he goes. Thanks, Kevin. There you go. Kevin Kramis. This Layla joins me. I just snuck in. You just kind of popped in. You were going to be on anyway. Yeah. And you were like, do you want me to be here for the beginning of it? And I go, well, you can, but then it's... You kind of kicked me you out. You kind of... I'm flummoxed. Flummoxed. This is the effect I have on him. You do. <laughs> we are enjoying a, uh, a a pink lemonade slushie. Uh-huh. I doctored mine up a little bit. Oh, yeah, you did. So here's... I went, uh, you know, we're eating out in the pandemic as everybody is and... I went to McDonald's and just for out of the blue said, oh, I'll have a pink lemonade slushy mm-hmm. with my dinner. Yep. And I did. Mm-hmm. And it was good. Yeah. And then I got another one a couple of days later after I was picking a pizza I went through the drive through <laughs> to get it. Well, you said, get me a sweet tea. And I go, I'm not going to fucking two things. Well, and then I it was went originally like, you were supposed to stop and get me a Slurpee from my migraine mm, before. Yeah, but I had to go but somewhere. But you didn't. You, well, look. <laughs> so mine's doctored up. I put some vodka in You put mine. vodka in your slushy? Okay. Mm-hmm. I put good. a little bit too much. Oh, boy. Well, what else? Do you add water to it, maybe? No. I don't know. You could put some Sprite in there or something. That'd be good. I was thinking about taking a little bit of yours. and <laughs> <laughs> How much is left of mine? More, less than a half. little bit. I don't know. How's your hot coffee going with it? Well, that was the thing. So <laughs> I'm drinking. I don't know if it was the pizza night or what night. No. I've gotten this thing like three times this week. Okay, and aside He's from hooked. her picking him up today, he is hooked. So guys. I said I got a really bad. It was like in my chest. No, I'm going to describe it. Let me okay. describe it, and then you can say okay. what you're guessing. In my chest, it got very cold because the, the consistency of these slushies from McDonald's is not like a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. It's more of like a frozen margarita shaved ice kind of deal. Yeah, the ice is much thicker. It's kind of nice in a way. It's more, maybe more I describe it as maybe a little more adult, mm-hmm. which I know is, sounds silly, but anyway. Um, and so my chest just got so cold the one time. <laughs> so then the next time I got it, I grabbed a cup of hot water from the tap. And I said, and and then and then I got it. Oh, actually, there was the one time when I did it. My chest, I got it in the chest again. Mm-hmm. But then that went straight up into my head mm-hmm. and froze my brain. And that's when I look over at you and I just hear you banging on your I, legs. I was having a little seizure almost from <laughs> the pain and the intensity I, of the cold. So dramatic. It was. It was crazy. <laughs> So I got a cup of hot water, <laughs> and now I have a cup of coffee, so in case I, in case as bad of a mix of those things are, if this gets too cold, I actually haven't been drinking it all that fast because I've been talking. Well, that's good. Yeah. So um, anyway, and then I got my second haircut. You did? Yeah. And I feel like I did much better this time. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I haven't styled it yet, and as I was saying, I'm going to mow the lawn, so I don't know when I'll style it next, but yeah, yeah it's been good. 
No, you did a nice job. I did good. I watched a YouTube video. This time <laughs> there you go. On how to cut a man's hair. There you go. Not once, but I watched it twice. Good for you. That that's <laughs> that sounds good. And, then, and I, I also shaved off my giant beard. You did. I was grow, growing a giant beard for months and months. I mean, since last fall, sometime. Yeah. And just going out with the mask because we're doing that now. Mm-hmm. That sucked. It was and it was just it was. You know. You know, as you pull the thing up over your chin, because I'm wearing like a bandana, goes up over my chin, that hair goes into my mouth, it's moving around. So we went shopping yesterday, it was much better. Yeah. Without it, so I'm sort of, uh, have a new look. We went shopping yesterday? I don't know, whenever we went, two days ago, three days ago, four days oh, ago. not four We days. went Saturday. Saturday. Which was two days ago, but they're listening to this, it could have been a week ago. I know, ago but I don't know what today to them. is. We don't know what the day is, that's fine. <laughs> But we've been watching lots of TV, lots of movies. That's what we're here to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Corey will pick up here. Okay. Because he wanted to get in on some of this. And if he's not, we'll do it without him. What can I tell you? Because, you know. I'm going to be your permanent co-host now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that how it's going to be? It is. You're going to have to wait till I come back from work. <laughs> and we'll do this in the evening. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. And it's just, it's just going to be you and I. It's just what it's going to be. It is. From here on out. Yep. It's going to be the Joel and Layla show. You will be too bored to do this. I might be too exhausted to do this. You might be. Oh, Joel Fragment. Hey, there he is. Corey Hall. What's going on? Hi, what Corey. Do I this great? Hi. Live from lockdown. Corey Hall. Yeah. Woo. His new comedy CD. Dropping <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, boy, with all these comedy live streams and yeah. everybody's got an album out. Right. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not. Hit him up on Cash App, Corey Hall. Like, like I don't like, in, half the time, I don't like doing comedy in front of people in small towns. Yeah. I don't want to go, like, I don't want to do comedy for 20 people. I don't really don't want to do comedy alone in a live stream. Yeah, well, there you go. You're on record. But, hey, say hi to Layla. She's sitting he, here. We said hey, hi. Oh, okay, I don't know. Hi, Corey, how are you? I got to make sure she's not upset with me. <laughs> I threw well, her. I, th- I I I technically threw her out to talk to Kevin Kramer. Yeah, but you know, like I wasn't allowed to hear anything. <laughs> well, you're you're. It's probably for the best. You really, <laughs> I think you probably dodged a bullet there. No, I mean, it's fine. No, I love Kevin. Kevin's a good guy. Kevin's a good guy. How are you hanging? Yeah. How are you holding yeah. out? Kevin's over there fighting the civic battle of Garden. We uh, we he won. I congrat. That's I congratulated him on winning. Yeah, he was real hot about the yeah. lawn service. I, I never understood the lawn service argument, uh, really. Yeah. You know, that's a threat of contaminated it's over. It's over. I saw a guy, Not we'll get into whatever you want to talk to in a minute, but I saw a comedian say that they had not had a slice of pizza, they hadn't had a good pizza in six weeks. What? What is that? And mean? I said, well, like... I said, well, what, are there not any delivery places where yeah. you live? He's like, I don't want a delivery driver near my home. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And, and I went, okay, look, you can take this seriously, and you should, and lots of people have, have gotten sick, uh, but I'm going to get a pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I've had, we've had like probably three take out. We, we haven't really had any less or more pizza than we would under a normal. Right. Menu. Right, you know what I mean? But like, 
we still went and got pizza. Like, yeah, we've had pizza. I made pizza. Mm-hmm. What else did we do for pizza? We know. did use the Little Caesars pizza portal. <laughs> oh, we haven't. We haven't. Yeah, that. we haven't well, gone to that phase yet. Y- but. You know what? Though, and actually, Amy was like, "Oh, well, this is good," because then she's like, "I don't even want to talk to anybody anyway." So yeah, you can just go and order your your on your app, and then just pick your pizza up out of the machine. Okay. And uh, you know, the thin crust pizza. By the way, you should get a they little. They do pizza. have oh, good thin crust. thin crust pizza. The thin crust mm-hmm. is better than the the traditional. Okay, oh, yeah. interesting. All right, all right. There you go. Hot tips about pizza. there. You go. Your well, little you know Caesar's I mean? like, hot tips. Well, I feel like pizza. It, you it's know, I made staple. a joke about how Taco Bell is the only restaurant that will survive the restaurant wars. <laughs> uh, but I feel like pizza isn't. Their business isn't affected really unless it's like a sit down pizzeria and there aren't as many of those anymore. Yeah, there's not as many. It's it's always a it's always a takeout business. Taco Bell is not a place where you see a lot of people sitting in there eating, generally no, speaking. Like it doesn't um, bother them at all. Like but you know, there's like an old school Italian pizzeria or two sure, once in a while yeah. where you go and sit down with the checkerboard tables and the whole yeah. thing. But most pizza is carry out. What well, else is going on over there? Well, uh, uh, what was I going to tell you? I don't even know. Well, we're watching movies. We're watching TV. Let's. Uh, what do you want to start with? I mean, I got a million things here. I got well, a million yeah. things. Well, let, let's start with something we both we know we all saw here yeah. on the phone. HBO's Bad Education with Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney. Now, yes. I, I will tell you, this is based on a true story about... Uh, uh, a swindling and, and sort of money embezzling at a Long Island high school. It's a true story. We looked up, we went on History versus Hollywood, looked these people up. Boy, did they do a favor casting some of these people of in this movie. All of them. Every like, literally. One. Like, the Ray Romano character was an upgrade. Like, yeah. that's, wow. yeah, that's yeah. how, that's, yeah. They you sh- get that hunky slab of beef Ray Romano. They shaved 150 pounds off that character and put Ray Romano in. <laughs> hmm. But I thought well, Bad I mean, Education was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't... Uh... I was really surprised by how good it was. I thought I thought it was, it was probably better than 75% of the stuff I saw in the theater last year. Yeah, it was good. And I felt it could have gotten a theatrical release. I thought it was well, really I was, well done. I was reading about it, and I guess HBO went to... Was it Toronto last year, and they just bought it? Oh, yeah, at TIFF. So there you go. Uh, the guy, the director, is a guy named uh, I think Corey Finley, mm-hmm. and he did a movie in twenty nineteen or eighteen that was called Thoroughbreds. Okay, which um, wasn't the best. That was the last movie of um, uh, oh god, uh, Chekhov from the new Star Trek. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Anton, yeah, yeah. Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. Yes, that was his last movie. Kind of a weird. Yeah movie about two girls that are obsessed with horses and socialites but that one had promise i thought it was interesting and then Mm -hmm. this one i thought was really very well done yeah it was very well done it's on hbo it was saturday night which tonight we watched it actually Mm -hmm. i I mean great hugh jackman like really got a part he could sink his teeth into and got did a great job with it is well he's this vain superintendent that's hiding that he's got a gay yeah. he's got a couple gay lovers and... he's good at pr- playing a guy who's pretending yes. straight isn't he isn't that amazing that Hugh oh, Jackman oh stop it no I mean come on he's now. very good at playing closeted characters yeah he's very good at that um, you got but it. Layla's point was that he looked 
old and then the character has like a facelift Mm -hmm. and layla thought that was all part of the the well i think they were trying to the guy was vain and trying to cover up and yeah not show his age and yeah you know that was part of the whole part and elsa janney's great she's always good yeah it's the movie has it has a very uh Kind of a Scorsese crime thing. It's got a little Wolf of Wall Street in it. It's it's kind of my favorite uh, genre of like. It's a petty little. It's a high school, right? And people people are making it into this like huge epic thing, and it's really well. It's, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of election, isn't it? A little bit. It's, it's kind of a real life yeah. election. If you've never seen that, that's a great movie. Uh, and I have another show that relates to that theme. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute, but yeah, whatever. Uh, so bad education. Overall, overall yeah. bad education is really worth. I would say really worth. Yeah, if you have it. HBO, get it. If you went and saw that in a movie theater, you would not be disappointed. No, I think no it's not a, at a pretty, all. Pretty, pretty solid film and fun and and well made. Yeah, yeah, all the way. Well, it's not. It's not. Again, I'm going to do the 2020 Oscar rundown. I'm already counting what could be the Oscar contenders. Corey. You could nominate. I mean, I would look. Well, if, uh, I don't think it's I don't know if it's going to be Oscar eligible, but here's a movie that actually I don't know. If this but movie. I'm saying I'm saying if Allison Janney got a best supporting. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. By that. yeah. Um, well, again, it's Slim Pickens in the theaters. And I think this one, I guess this one they took out of the theater. So it probably wouldn't be Oscar eligible. But uh, Layla and I took in. My Spy with Dave Batista. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it came to that. The, You're so, welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We make compromises in this house, and one of them was you, watching the My Spy. You, you've made for your okay. country. But here's the thing about My Spy, and I'm going to say this. You, if you've seen the trailer, and boy, they must have played this trailer a hundred times when we were at yeah. the theater, right, Layla? Oh, for sure. That's why I wanted to see it. This is, they made this thing... You'd look at this and you go, this is going to be dumb and this is kind of going to be for kids and it's going to be really predictable. It is perfectly done, but it is yet all of those things. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's nothing like, it's the best one of these you'll ever see. And yes, it was dumb. Um, some some things you might like, Corey or, or anybody listening, Kristen Schaal is like the third lead in this. So yeah. if you know Kristen Schaal from Flight of the Concords. Bob's well, Burgers, Kristen Schaal's in there. There, there's a category of movies that I, they're not films, they're not cinema, they're movies. Yeah, and uh, it, we were watching A League of Their Own last night. Okay, because it was on TV, mm-hmm. and uh, it, we that's one that you kind of end up just watching because it's kind of poppy, fun, irresistible. Mm-hmm. None, you know what I mean? So I could yeah. see that, although. I am dubious of anything that has Vince McMahon's imprimatur on it. I don't think yeah. Vince McMahon had anything to do with this movie, but, no. um, you know, Batista plays a big, dumb spy and, you know, Ken Jong is the boss of the CIA. All right. That's too. Yeah. <laughs> but again, Kristen Schaal is like the tech who's like, you know, he's the muscle and she's yeah. the tech and they're spying on this little girl who is like the niece of this crime eastern european crime lord and uh, of course he has he befriends the you kid know, and it goes there. in real life in real life Kristen shawl is like a music theater nerd yeah but i love when hollywood's like anybody nerdy is suddenly yes. a hacker yeah they, yeah it's kind of that kind of was the case i was hoping she'd get a chance to make out with dave batista but they didn't even do that 
Well, they didn't even have her bang Ken Jong. No, they, they, no. he was the boss, Corey. They oh. can't be inappropriate. God darn it. Well, it's 2020, hey. Corey. I uh, sure, sure. But Me Layla, you, you liked my spy. Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Let's see. I like those weird. You like the ones you well, don't like. We there's dumb movies which I like, which you like, and there's bad. Well, because like a boss, which we reviewed last time was bad even for the audience that they made it for, I think. And I thought yeah. My Spy was good for the audience that they made it for. Well, The Spy Who Dumped Me was terrible. <laughs> okay, so. Spy Who Dumped see, Me. See, I don't agree with that either. Did you see The Spy Who Dumped you Me? You like that one? I do like yeah, that see, one. I don't know. She likes everything. <laughs> uh, okay, I didn't entirely hate Stuber. Oh, that's on, my, that's on my she list. She wants to see Stuber so it's bad. Not, let me preface by saying it's not good, but... I've seen worse. No. And it was, you know, Kevin Hart would have been worse. In that okay. Movie. Well, Stuber's on HBO now, if you're looking to see that. There you go. I don't know. Maybe next show we'll review Stuber. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then we're going to review. So I went on because, you know, like My Spy was supposed to be uh, at the, you know, I think it was released. It's on, I'm looking at Wikipedia. It was released in Australia and the UK, but I think in America it went right to like video on demand because the theater situation. Well, there's some of these movies that they feel like they might as well just dump. Like uh, Pete Davidson has a movie that's yeah. going straight to on demand. It's on Hulu. Doesn't he? Is it that one? Is it- yeah. I, what, which, by the way, this is the worst outcome in the worst possible timeline. Is that we get rap albums out of Pete Davidson? Because yeah, he's well, one. that's another story. Um, but, yeah. So these movies, so I went on Rotten Tomatoes and said, what are the best reviewed movies of 2020? And it's a weird mix of stuff because some of the stuff never came out or the, the mm-hmm. critics screened it, but it never made theaters. And there was a movie called Banana Split. Oh, yeah. And I go, OK, well, what is this Banana Split? Let's watch this because it's like a teen comedy. And um, but not to be confused with the Banana Splits movie. No, it is not the Banana where Splits. Where did the beloved '70s Saturday morning characters no. and turn them into killer robots? I don't. It know. is not that. This is two okay. girls who are feuding over the same boyfriend in high school. We watched this movie, and I went like, "Where have we seen these at?" This is my new thing that Layla hates. <laughs> yeah. When we watch, you tell me, Corey, because you might do that. I go. Oh, it's that girl from that thing. I got to look up what she was in. Oh, we do that all the time. And Layla, Layla wants to scream while I'm doing it. Okay, this. so hold on. He only does this during movies or shows he's not feeling. No, 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 yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, no. Yes, yes. Didn't I look up Ari Grainer the other night? Who? Well, you're saying if you're not into if you're <laughs> if he's not kind of, into it, no, into movie, the movie you, he's like no, he talks through it. He starts looking everyone up. He has to no, point I, out every little. thing. That's not why I, I look people up. Well, look, I, I look people watching, up because it drives me crazy to think of what movie they were in before and to see them now. And sometimes I know right away, oh, it's that guy from this thing. I don't know if it's that guy, so then I look it up. Go ahead. Corey. No, I do that all the time. Look. At home, okay, I will say this. I've seen many movies with Joel, and you usually don't talk much in the movies. No, I'm pretty good. Oh, at you home. Will, will, you <laughs> and I will, but you and I will occasionally have a joke or two in the movie theater. Yeah. But 
But you, you usually are not real chatty in the movie theater. At home, I don't know. You could be a mess. He what? is a mess. Oh, no, God. <laughs> no, I look up because it dry. When I see an actor or an actress walk in, or I go, place. who is this? Well, that's the other thing. Like, we're watching these. Was it My Spy? It takes place in Chicago. And so I was pausing it going, yeah, that's the hotel we stayed in. And, you know. And then that's not Chicago. That's Toronto. And it There's was no- Toronto. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I, I used to play a game with Tom Long of the Detroit News, who's retired since yeah. then, but, but he was a longtime critic of the news. And any movie that was set in L.A., he, he's a native. He's from L.A. Yeah. Uh, or Southern California. We would play a game and go, could they have possibly gotten to where they got to in the amount of time? Yeah. Like they get they, in the they, car and then, you know, they get in the know. car and we're like, that's an hour and a half, yeah. at least if they drove from Glendale right. to. Yeah. yeah, so we would do it all the time. They're in front of the Chinese theater. They make a left, and they're at the Santa Monica Pier, and it's like, <laughs> exactly. yeah, it's an hour away, dude. Yeah. Or, you know, if it would be like, well, this scene is in Dearborn, and then it's in Grand Rapids, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, no that's not going to happen. Yeah, so anyway, um, so we're watching this banana split. It's about these two girls in high school, and it's pretty dirty. Yeah. I mean, it's not a lot of nudity, but these girls are, it's kind of a raunchy, super bad with two girls. A lot of uh, these reviews compare it to Booksmart. I liked it better than Booksmart. And I did not okay. like it better than Booksmart. Well, Layla liked Booksmart more. Yeah. but uh, I, I did like Booksmart, so I will... Uh, Hannah Marks and Liana Liberato are the stars not, of this. Not, and Hannah Marks, with their work. Hannah Marks co-wrote this movie if as well. If you see okay. Hannah Marks, you'll, you'll kind of know who she is. Yeah, Layla says she's in a bunch of stuff that she sees, but I'm looking at these guys. Okay, and then the guy... Okay, and then the guy, the boss, she works at a movie theater... And the boss, I go, there's that guy who's from something that we know. And she goes, you don't know what you're talking about. And I go, you know who that guy is. She goes, I don't know who that guy is. And I go, I'm going to tell you who this guy is. And I look it up, and it's the best friend from Spider-Man, the big fat kid. So he had to pause it to find out. Yeah, but that's important. We, it takes us like three hours. It's important, Corey. To get through Tell her that that is important, movie. that you need to know that. And he'll pause it. Do you, that was our hotel. That we stayed at. Yeah, there was a hotel. Do you see it? Do you see our hotel? No. I get to a point where now I just say yes at everything. (laughs) Well, this is beautiful domestic training. But but, but listen, I enjoyed Banana Split. You got to review it. Now, Layla liked it as like like a. Layla likes stuff with teenagers. Yes. Well, yes, I do. We, I, we know, uh, we know some guys that like to watch movies. With well, not and, those kind of movies. But and Layla, they're uh, they're on a tether now. Layla so, likes uh, so. teen comedies yeah. and like kind of girly stuff, mm-hmm. and and that worked for her. And this is raunchy, and they do drugs and stuff, and that worked for me. And uh, well, so yeah, but, banana again, split. I, I, you should see it. I, it's cool. I liked uh, Booksmart, so I could I could see. You would like this. this. Okay. I mean, it looks like it was made for about $12, this movie. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of cheap looking, mm-hmm. but it's good, though. I enjoyed it. It, it, was, uh, it was nice. I, it was refreshing. Yes. All right. Now, let's see. Any other movies? And then we're going to go to TV. There's really not any movie. I mean, yeah, that's Troll, the thing. Yeah, the yeah. Trolls yeah, fuck sequel that. is like the that. only real theatrical movie that put, got put out. Well, I mean, you know, there was a bunch of them. Um, you know, that either kind of came out and then they just put it out later. Well, like and The Hunt. The Hunt was out for Right, right, right. Yeah, we, we haven't theater. seen that one yet, but yeah. that's on the list. Uh, all right, well, let's go to let's go to TV. Uh, what should we start with? Well, Little Fires Everywhere ended. Uh, did you see any of that? No. No, they smothered that without me seeing it. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, I'll tell you, at the end of that, first of all, I, I was thinking like no one was watching that. Mm-hmm. And then when it was over... 
my like feeds and everything just blew up with people talking about it. So I think it ended up being uh, pretty successful. But I'm well, watching the, this. The weird thing is the virus has suddenly made appointment television again. Like everybody on Earth saw Tiger King. Yeah, 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 a little bit. And so I feel like because we're all just like bored, we're all watching the same, you know, um, we're watching the same stuff or stuff we wouldn't watch normally because somebody said watch it. Yeah. Uh, so Little Fires Everywhere, we've talked about it before. Reese Witherspoon and uh, and all them. And um, I'm watching this show. And I, I mean, it literally was like, you know, and there's a high school component to this. It takes place in the 90s. And I just at one point I turned to you and I go, that Lexi's a little bitch. <laughs> So I, I turned into a lady watching Little Fires yes, Everywhere, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed it. You know, it's a, it's one of those shows. It's it's very much like I described before, like uh, that other other Reese Witherspoon show. Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. It kind of starts with the crime. You don't really know who did it. It's a whole mystery. It's all told in flashback. It's got tons of drama in it. Uh, it was fun, though. I, I I thought it was good. I, I, I'm recommending this. So that whole thing is out now on Hulu. They were putting out one a week, but it's out. You can go watch that. Did you end up watching Devs or no? I have not watched Devs yet. What? Uh, Devs is cool, but it's long. Don't waste your time. I like Devs. Okay. I like Devs. <laughs> Some good performances. The leads are kind of these blank-faced, kind of ethnically ambiguous people. That don't do much for me, um, but the villains, which is why well, Allison Pill and why am I blanking on his name? Who's Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec? He was the uh, Nick uh, Nick Nick Offerman. They're kind of the lead bad guys, and they run the company. And well, kids I mean, are trying to figure out what they're up to. And, as an Allison Pill super fan, yeah, you I mean, are an Allison Pill super fan. Right. But yeah, I, I, do, enjoy, I do enjoy her work. Yeah. And uh, Alex Garland, of course, made that, and uh, it's good, but it's slow. Very slow. It's slow. It's a lot of it's a lot of to get through, but I enjoyed it. It's just a lot to well, get through. All right. Uh, what else did we watch? Well, again, we're we're watching. Okay, so we started watching that show Run on HBO, which is yeah. all right. You know, it's a few into that. Are you watching that, Corey? I uh, we are watching Run, and um... and we saw the hotel and uh, the <laughs> boat ride we went on and yeah. the architecture tour. <laughs> That was your hotel. Yeah, was, I, something like that. Well, at first, in the first episode of Run, I kind of went, do I really care if these people bone? Yeah. Yes. And then uh, the second one got better. Mm-hmm. So I will I will stick with that and see what what is uh, what's going on. Yeah. So she, then please. from that, because we thought that was pretty good and, and because she produces it, we went and watched Fleabag with Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yes. Because we had never seen that. And there's like two two very short seasons of that on Prime. Yes. And uh, we, we watched all of those. And that was funnier than I than I thought it was going to be. I really liked the. I, I've never gotten the second season of Fleabag. Okay. It's been out for like but a year. I, or so. I know. And everybody talked about it. And they were like. There's a hot priest, and I went. I'm out. Well, uh, that is. Oh, that is, it is. Yeah, it is a little. Uh, the sh- but I do like. I did like the first season. Yeah, Fleabag's funny, and again, it's two six episode seasons, and apparently and, they're not making yeah. anymore. So, Stevie you know, Waller Bridge produced Run. Yes, that's the there, and I think the the lady who made Fleabag with her is the creator. So okay, um, so yeah, Fleabag was good. We enjoyed that. Uh, we we. Ate all that up, and yeah, but they also the priest thing was sort of like they went like, 
well, what's the most offensive thing she could possibly do? Yeah. This flea bag. <laughs> and it was like, ah, oh, we'll fuck a priest now. And there you go. So that's the... Well... But it's good. And, of course, you have... Um, who is the the the, the, the which is Gelman guy? That the, the that guy, Brett Gelman. <laughs> Again, the Brett Gelman, Gelman, the biggest asshole. If Brett Gelman's in a show, it's going to be annoying. But um, Brett Gelman, yeah. without ruining season two, at one point he goes. There's a speech that you know he's all angry about whatever. I don't want to ruin it, and he goes, "I'm not a bad guy. I just have a bad personality." <laughs> and I go, well, "That's he's, a very honest to take there. I like that." Brett Gelman is kind of to today what Brad Dorif was. In the <laughs> early 90s. Okay, fair you know, enough. Um, and speaking of six episode British sitcom seasons. Afterlife came back with Ricky Gervais, and we've been watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it. You know, I, I, look, what was the what was the Ricky Gervais show with the uh, the mentally handicapped guy? Yeah, I forget the name of that one, but yeah, that I was, kind was of turned my show. back on Ricky for that one. Well, I'll tell you, I thought after the first season of Afterlife, it was the best thing he'd done, and. I think after the first four episodes we've watched of season two, I agree with that. I stand by that. This show's really good. It is really good. It's really good. Layla loves it. You get a your a lot of up and down with your emotions. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's funny. There is that the one thing about this, and I think maybe this is even more in season two, is there's that office thing, the newspaper yeah, office. There's more where there that. is some office jokes in there, which is kind of nice to see. But yeah, I mean, it definitely uh, it has its sad moments and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it um, starts sad and ends sad. Yeah, he's contemplating suicide all the time, and these flashbacks of his dead wife. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, Corey, you should watch it. It's really You're great. really selling me on it. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm telling no. you, it's great. I I like Ricky Gervais in general, so I'll watch it. Yeah, you know, we honestly we end up watching like the news is so depressing. We're like, why don't oh, we yeah. watch mm-hmm. another Cheers? Yeah, well, there you I go. Mean, yeah, you know, we end up watching more comfort food lately. Yeah, we've but, watched um, we watched every office yeah. through this whole thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, what else is on? We watched, we finished the, oh my God. So we finished all the episodes of Girls. Layla was a big yeah. fan of Girls. Mm-hmm. And I had never even watched season six because I was kind of sick of it by the end of season five. Holy shit, is season six of Girls a train wreck. I mean, yeah, it's a mess. Oh my god, that gets so bad. Yeah. And I guess I could probably ruin it. It hasn't been on the air for five years, but I mean, holy shit! Yeah, it's very catty. What the fuck happened to that show? <laughs> mm-hmm. My, I mean, it's like almost like textbook, like bad well, season, you know, series finale television. Lena Dunham was probably the last person on earth that should have had success. Yeah, because it went right to her head. But I mean, I watched that show again and I stood by the fact that I think she's funny and I think it's a good show. But, you know, I mean, it definitely has its its moments where you go, this is stupid or this is slow or this is depressing. And boy, the end of season six is just like all of that rolled up into one or characters not characters having these weird send offs and that don't make sense with the way those characters behaved for five seasons. And Oh my God, what a weird well, fucking again, ending. She got, she got unlimited creative control. Yeah, in last yeah that's true. And then just fell apart. Um, and the other thing that I noticed about when we were watching Fleabag is that if you want to watch girls and you don't have HBO, the first five seasons are on Amazon prime, mm-hmm. which, which I think is funny because you don't even really need to see season six. So. Mm-mm. 
just leave it at the end of Leave season. it at five and you're better off. Like Although five's this, depressing. So. This, well, I feel like the season finale of five could have been a series. A finale. series finale, yeah. 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 So, yeah, we finished that. Uh, so, sometimes shows can just go ahead and stop. Uh, we, we watch Superstore. Oh, I watch Superstore. Layla likes it, yeah. And and uh, America Ferrera is leaving. Oh. And I'm like, they're going to do another season of this, but she's the lead. Right. That would yeah. be weird. It's going to not, I don't not see gonna how that's going to work. Yeah. No? Because those characters are really weird. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, just a couple more things here? We started, now look, if you want to talk about casting and prestige, this new Hulu show, uh, I guess it's an FX show. Maybe it's on both. I don't know. See, now Hulu just has all that FX stuff. I can't tell them apart, but anyway. It is an FX show. Mrs. America is on FX. With yes, I have not seen it yet, but it, it's got a great cast. Amy uh, refuses to watch it because she's going to be too mad. Oh, she's, well, she's she hates Phyllis Schlafly. I think we speak for both of us and say it's kind of dull. It's, uh, very, it's a snoozer. I wanted this to be better than it is, and I think we're going to give it one more episode, which will be kind of the something just kind of needs to happen more than just being yeah. the historical recreation with. This great cast and is so much talking and very little sort of happening. I don't know. I mean, look, it's that story is important and that story is interesting. But this television show of it is just even though I wanted it to be great, it it hasn't been. You can go two ways with the historical stuff. Either you make it ridiculous and you exaggerate. Or the actual history is more interesting than what you present as a show. Yeah, it's so. it's a weird thing where it's you want these. There's got to be conflict between people, but the conflict is so sort of, you know, this bill got passed. Yes. And you're like, well, that's not much of a show. Guys passing right. bills. And like women having these like meetings, but then the meetings aren't even that well, good. And you know, it's one of the things I really liked about Bad Education is it's a story about a high school superintendent and, a, and an assistant that are embezzling. Yeah, and you think oh, it's probably not that interesting, but they really made the characters yeah. flushed out and interesting, and yeah. then the scale of it got. Yeah, and I don't big. know if they're trying to be so historically accurate. That they're not adding things, but when we watch like something like Fosse Verdon, granted, you know, completely yeah. different production company, but you know, same stage stuff. They took the real life stuff and made it uh, really entertaining, and maybe it just was more entertaining. Uh, maybe the crazy thing, Fosse Verdon was great. The crazy thing about that is they de-scandalized it to some extent. Yeah, they yeah. left stuff out. That he they kind of did. Yeah. So I I don't know where to stand on this. Maybe maybe that topic is. Uh, is just not great episodic television. I, I, I don't know. This might have been a better movie. That's kind of how I felt about know. Devs. Devs might have been a better two-hour movie than an eight-hour series, and yeah. maybe Mrs. America is the same thing. Uh, all right, and then we watched some. Uh, then we watched some garbage. We watched Surviving R. Kelly two, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. oh, <laughs> which God. honestly, and I know I this sounds to. this sounds like a joke, and you're going to agree with me, Layla. Not as good as surviving R. Kelly one. No, (laughs) (laughs) that does sound bad. It sounds bad to say that, right? But it also like, and here's my big problem. And I, I think I forget how many episodes in when I turn to you and I go, you know who needs to shut the fuck up? Mm -hmm. All of these psychiatrists and people coming on 
telling us about how bad because you have this is the format of the show these girls come on they talk about how they dealt with r kelly and what a dick he was and then you have a psychiatrist come on and explain what is wrong with Mm -hmm. what he yeah holding and locking up a woman against her will and how bad that it's like we fucking know that that's bad and it just well, gets very preachy, and you're just like, get to the I, story. I have survived R. Kelly by pretending he doesn't exist <laughs> well, for about 20 years. Uh, I don't get, like, I never thought his music was any good. I never liked yeah. the, any of it. So none of it makes sense. No, I mean, it, it's a pretty uh, amazing story, and I thought the first one did a really good job of showing what kind of awful shit he's up to, well, and he's an I, awful guy. I really thought the second one was going to have more of what happened after he went to prison and yeah. girls that came away from him recently. It didn't really. But it only a little did it touch on Yeah, that. it wasn't as good as it could have been. I think they, I feel like they kind of just slapped this thing together and put it out there. And yeah. Speaking of slapping things together and putting it out there, more Tiger King, Layla and I Jesus. took in. The two things, the TMZ investigation into Tiger King, which you can get on Hulu if you missed that. It was on Fox and Primetime. And then we had the Joel McHale interview wrap up show. Corey, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw any of these. Who who looked more in prison, the Tigers or Joel McHale? Well, here's the thing. He was on his couch living it up. But they got Joel McHale and he's making all these jokes to these people who it's their real lives. And it felt really sort of off. For him to be making jokes of what they're actually Yeah, it kind of it, it well, felt a little tone seemed off. You and I know this from uh, decades on the road. Hillbillies don't sometimes don't really like when you make fun of them to their face. <laughs> well, like all sometimes, these people are famous now, and so yeah. some of them seem like they're trying to put a spin on it, or they're it just the whole thing just is like like Netflix making this show just didn't have any purpose and it was easy enough to watch it had, it had a but purpose. it just was get more eyeballs i don't know the whole thing just like when you get joel McHale, like, like some yeah. people have criticized tiger king because you know it's people it's you know people sitting on their couches in nice homes going look at these hillbillies well and i think joel, joel McHale wanted to do the soup yeah, but well, kind of had to pull it back a little bit. And maybe that's wrong. You know, maybe that's wrong to, you know, I mean, Pendulette was talking about this on his podcast and he goes, you know, because he reviewed Tiger King and, and, and he said, uh, he said, boy, you know, he said, if it was any other people, their depiction of homosexuality would be considered the worst thing uh, that anyone's ever created. You know, it is the worst take on homosexuals. In, uh, you know, well, the, uh, you if, know. yeah, you mean making fun of uh, gayness? Well, yeah, because it's like, well, you know, a guy's got two husbands. Well, the weirdest part of that is that the guys weren't gay. Right. Well, that's the thing. But isn't that insulting as well to gay? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not saying I agree with Penn, but that was his take on it. And I go, I didn't really think of I mean, it that way. The, they kind of underplayed the fact that those two guys weren't gay and somehow married Joe. Yeah, anyway. the, it's it's. Now, I have a special cameo guest star here from the lockdown at the Slap oh. and Tickle Castle. All right. We'd like to tell you about uh, the, her new favorite show from Ryan Murphy. All right. Let's hear it. Hi, Joel. Hi, Amy. This is Amy. Mrs. Mrs. Corey Hall, Amy. <laughs> What's going What are you watching on television? Layla's here as well. So. Hi, Amy. Hi, Hi Layla. Um, we've been watching uh, The Politician, which is that Ryan Murphy show on Netflix, which is kind of like 
if Wes Anderson made election. Okay, is this um, the one with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. Oh, yeah. We were going to watch that last fall. We never mm-hmm. did. But uh, okay. Tell us about it, Amy. Bob Balaban. Okay. Yeah. She's uh, shockingly not annoying in it. So it's like, oh, just well, there you go. Better. <laughs> no goop in this one. Okay. That's no fine. goop. No goop. All right. Very good. And what's the kid? Ben, uh, ben, Brat, ben, ben Pratt. Okay. Ben Pratt. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll look him up if we watch it. No, he's, <laughs> like, he's been in like music theater stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, he sings. It's a Ryan Murphy show, so people sing in it. There's okay. definitely some gay content. Oh. Like, <laughs> Layla's smiling ear to ear. Well, it's one of those shows that like the first four episodes are great, and then it's a Ryan Murphy show, so it kind of peters out at the end. Yeah, but like yeah. the first five episodes are genius. They're great. So. Okay, uh, maybe we'll watch. Them. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a, a elite high school in Southern California, and this rich kid is really trying to win the student council president race, and uh, it gets real vicious. It's actually fun. I have enjoyed it. Right. Sometimes okay. Ryan Murphy gets too gay for me, but uh, this we'll, has we'll, been... Uh, he also made Fosse Verdon, which we've talked about lots of times. Yeah, so yeah. this one's good, uh, and it's also got... There's a true crime story that there's a show on Hulu about called the act. Yeah. We saw the act. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they kind of borrowed the story from the act as one of the subplots. Oh, on the politician. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you guys would enjoy it. Yeah. The act was good. Um, okay. We'll have to look at it. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably end up watching. We were going to watch right it now. and we didn't. I'm writing. She goes, she goes, she sat down the other day on the couch. She goes, we haven't watched Corey's suggestions. And I go, <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Um, you know, wait, Amy, what's your other favorite show scripted show you're watching now? You watched one last night, Killing Eve. Oh yeah, yeah, nah, it's okay. Killing Eve. I've heard people talk about Killing Eve, but Better Call Saul was really good this season. That that's good, yeah, but that's, that's Corey's nice. thing. I haven't seen that. Yeah. But, but Better Call Saul is like a whole thing because now you got to go back and watch all four seasons, and it's a lot. Uh, it's but... a big job to do but the uh, politician you can hop in it's only like right. five episodes well layla has her final uh no no oh, no come on now no, tell everybody no. what you're watching you said you, you would i put no, it on I the didn't. sheet you we're sitting there and i'm typing it in i said what's we watching <laughs> tell everybody <laughs> the show that you're watching yeah because it's embarrassing <laughs> when i watch you watch it Tell everybody what you're watching. On my Making block. Afraid? What's, tell them what, say it again. On my block. On my block. It's on Netflix. Here's my description of the show, because I only just see it in passing. Like, I'm getting out of the shower, and she's watching On My Block, or I slept in, and On My Block is on. It's kids. It's, all, it's, it's like a bunch of high school kids. From the ghetto. And I think the only, I think the only thing about these kids is, the only rule is that they can't possibly be white on any level. No, they're not. They're all colors. Like you're just they're like all Hispanic and all, black. Yeah, and they're on. What are they doing on the block? What is on my block about? They live in the ghetto in um, gang turf. Oh, yeah. Are there gang fights? There is. Ooh, yeah. Are there boys and girls kissing? Yes. <laughs> are there boys and boys kissing? No. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> On my block. That's a really weird question. I, to well, ask. I mean, we're talking about all these Ryan Murphy shows. Isn't there boys and boys kissing on every premium cable yeah, show? It seems like that's the thing. Um, <laughs> pretty much all gay all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's why. That's why I asked. But uh, but this show is not made for for uh, you. Probably not. No, but I don't care. <laughs> well, I am. I am married to a gay man. 
Uh, <laughs> right now, she's watching uh, Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn's new show, which I need to start that because I like. Yeah. yeah, she's a big Project Runway fan. So was I. What, what other What other homo stuff do you watch, honey? You watch? Uh... <laughs> I, watch I watch the Trixie Mattel uh, uh, documentary, which is quite good. No. That's a RuPaul's Drag Race performer had his own documentary. Oh, oh okay. Get right yeah. on that one. I'm saying, uh, Amy, if it's super gay, Amy's into it. It's really... If it's teeny bopper, I like yeah, it. Yeah, Layla likes high school stuff. and Now, isn't this some show that your high school niece watches? Mm-hmm. or Yeah. Yeah, you guys watch it and talk about and it. And then she suggested was... I watch a different one because I like this one. <laughs> oh, my God. What was the skating show that was we tried to watch? But the ice skater. Oh, I don't know what that's called. There's a show on Netflix with a, it's about like a girl who's like an Olympic ice skater and she drinks too much and January Jones is her mom. And like, I haven't seen it. Well, like we watched it in the first 20 minutes of it. We're pretty, we're like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. And then halfway through the episode, we're like, this is not good. This is really, I mean, it's, it's sometimes people, you know, they make these shows and, you know, there's something to them. They have a good cast, but they're just, I think Netflix in particular, they just churn this stuff out sometimes that it's it's kind of like half-baked and it's disappointing because, you know, it should have been good or they, they made too many episodes or they, you know, made them too quickly. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very... Uh, they, yeah, or there's like one good script and they're like, cool, make make 15 of these. Yeah. And, and then, then you're just like stuck watching terrible stuff. Anyway. All right. Well, enough terrible right, stuff. Well, Speaking of terrible stuff, let's wrap this up. <laughs> okay. All right. All, All right, right well, Corey. Well, thank you for call, talking to call, us. Ne- next, when you call uh, Carl Johnson and we get his uh, picks. I don't know. And then you call. Who's, what know comic is next on the list? You know what? I, I You know, it's funny already, today because, okay, here's the thing that happens you already talked to Kevin Kramer. I did. I did. And you know why I talked to Kevin Kramer, Corey. You know that. Yes. Everybody knows why I talked to Kevin Kramer. Because Bill Hildebrand didn't answer his phone. That's why yeah. I talked to Kevin Kramer. <laughs> but I'm like, who's busy? I hit these guys up. Well, I go, can you do the show? They're like, I'm busy. Look, what the fuck are you busy with? I don't know. I, that, that's amazing to me when people can't answer the phone on a, in a pandemic. Yes, we're in a pandemic uh, and people go, eh. I did see a live stream that I enjoyed the other day. Martez Jackson his dog ate a skunk. Oh, I don't <laughs> And then he was like mad. He was mad at his dog because the, the skunk up the whole house. Oh. And the dog and the skunk was still out in the yard and he had to go get it. Oh, like, I, I did not some see of the that. Best, this is some of the best comedy programming I've seen in That's life. good. <laughs> I say we cast Ice Cube, Corey, and uh, <laughs> three to four sequels out of this, I think, uh, easily. Um uh, is oh my god, Martez! Yeah. I should get Martez on the show now. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm I'm sure he's all he's doing is cleaning up a skunk. I just oh, all Martez. these people with their live streams. All these all right, yeah, are, yeah. Are, yeah. I've done a couple things. I, I should mention that too. I was interviewed. Uh, if you go to YouTube and look up Melissa Hager TV, she interviewed me on there. Oh, okay. I watched it last Did night. Did you watch it last night? Mm-hmm. Was it good? Did I do a I, good job? Yeah. Okay. Melissa's been very busy. Yeah. She's hustling. She's even doing in lots of stuff. And so I was on that, and I also did a live stream for Seth Resler, who asked me yeah. some questions about comedy. I don't know where you find that, but anyway. All right, Corey, we got to go. Thanks, Corey. Right, thanks, thanks, Amy. Bye, Corey. It's nice talking to you, Amy. All right, guys. We'll check you later. If the world ever opens up, we'll double date. Right. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> All right. Later, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. There's Corey, everybody, and Amy. 
All your shows. There you go. I'm like, don't be embarrassed about on my that block. That was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to talk. See, I watched. See, uh, you got two. What'd you watch? I watched a rock and roll documentary oh. last night after you went to bed. Oh. It's called Once We're Brothers, Robbie Robertson and the Band. If you, if you know uh, about the band, one of the best bands of the 60s and 70s. And Robbie Robertson was the leader of that group. I've never even and heard of he, them. And uh, he. He wouldn't talk about the band for years and years until he finally made this movie. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you know he's very old, mm-hmm. and three of the five guys are dead, and so it's kind of like a movie you should have made twenty years ago. But I still enjoyed it because oh, I like that band. I like their music, and yeah. uh, they were Bob Dylan's backing band for a lot of a lot of years. And uh, there's a movie called The Last Waltz, which is one of the greatest uh, rock and roll uh, concert. Film documentaries. Oh, really? From 1976, I think, mm-hmm. is when they made that. I think the movie came out in 77 or 78, but I think the concert was in 76. And that's them. And he made this new documentary. And it was pretty good. good. But you have to, if you like the band, if you like Rock Docs, you got to rent that one. But it's out there. All right, let's get out of here. I think we've done it. I know. We got to dye my hair. Are we dyeing your hair? We are. Today? Today. I got to do the lawn. Well, I made time to cut your hair. You did, but I, I mean, I... Oh, yeah, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. How, how do we do this, then? She's got, do in, I... she's got instructions in here. So you went to your hairdresser mm-hmm. and got instructions. Yes, because I was told by my brother yesterday I look like Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted my girlfriend, who also does my hair, and told her that, and oh. she had a care package put together for me to be able to dye my hair. <sighs> I just I need your... I just need your help. All right, we'll figure this out. Look, no one needs to hear us argue about your hair. (laughs) We're not arguing. Let's say goodbye. There's the exit music. I'm going to drop the mic now. You're not dropping any (laughs) mics. I didn't even get into you dropping the mic. I drop all the mics. You drop no mics. (laughs) (laughs) You've broken many mics. Let's just say that. All right, Layla, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you, of course, to Corey Hall, his wife, Amy. Kevin Kramis, thank you. Uh, JoelRadio.net. Go get all your shows over there. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Anywhere you get podcasts, you can get Joel Radio. 15 years of archives at joelradio.net. You can go back all the way before the pandemic. Way back. Before you what? I don't know. (laughs) Let's get out of here. Thanks, Layla. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. We'll catch you later on Joel Radio.